Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, and with us right now, we have Mirab Reza. Mirab, you are the founder of Atlantica.com on the web at A-D-L-A-N-T-I-C-A.com. And you've got a couple of areas that you've achieved some notoriety. Uh, number one, uh, that you have the coveted ClickFunnels uh, plaque on your wall uh, for generating actually $25 million in revenue with a single marketing roadmap. So first off, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's my pleasure to be here. So a little bit of background, uh, I guess maybe we'll start off. How did you achieve $25 million in revenue? Um, ClickFunnels is obviously one of the platforms you use, uh, but could you kind of talk about that business a little bit? Sure. So um, we had uh, an e-commerce product that we were uh, selling through Shopify, and then we also had it on uh, Amazon. And um, I did use ClickFunnels to uh, basically use that as a bridge to send Facebook traffic to first ClickFunnels so that I can educate my audience about the product and then uh, drive them over to Amazon, redirect them to Amazon because Amazon is not really set up uh, as a you know page where you can educate your audience. It's more of where you, when your audience knows what they want to buy, they search it, they find it, and they hit buy now. So you actually, um, so that product, you actually took an exit on that. Is that right? I did. Um, there was a uh, well-known, uh, you know, home appliance and kitchen manufacturing brand, um, and they wanted to sell on Amazon and Shopify, etc. And they actually bought out a few competitors so that they would have a better time, you know, taking over, you know, their market on um, on these channels. Yeah. What what made you decide? What can you explain, like how that came about? How the exit? I, I was actually just at an Inc. Five Thousand conference. I attended a a session mm-hmm. on exits, in fact. And so, okay. who initiated that? Did they reach out to you? Yeah, well, it was a uh, third party that reached out on their behalf. So, yeah. you know, their bank. Um, and, uh, they gave us a really low ball offer Mm -hmm. and we ended up, and you know, I had never done this before, uh, negotiated an exit. Um, since then I have done it one other time, but, um, when they reached out and gave us their offer, basically I immediately reached out and tried to find a lawyer, somebody who can help me negotiate. And they did a great job. And we ended up exiting um, for more than 10 times what their initial offer was. (laughs) Well, then obviously you're pretty happy with that because you agreed to it. I am. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So so you make an exit. you know, you're, you're sitting on either, uh, you know, a, a ton of equity or a ton of uh, cash, then what do you do? Well, I actually used that uh, cash and I reinvested it into uh, the next business, which was a clothing line for, for women. And um, I used that cash to work with a designer. And I said that, you know, I wanted to design some unique products and uh, start sh- selling it again on Shopify. And we used uh, ClickFunnels again to 
drive traffic and Facebook ads, etc. Um, and uh, over time, when we started working on this e-commerce store, it was selling, you know, dozens of different types of articles that mm-hmm. women could shop for. But now we really narrowed it down to one product uh, so that I, I tried to look at my entire lineup and said, okay, what is the uh, best selling product out of the best selling products? Which one can I manage the supply chain the most easiest and most efficiently for? And then out of those ones, narrowed it down to again, narrowed it down again. And then I said, okay, which one of these can now, uh, can I upgrade the material so that I can sell it at a luxury price point? So we ended it at, you know, from a couple, you know, like two dozen products down to like one thing. And that's, um, uh, you know, Italian wool silk blouses, just, (laughs) just sell one thing now instead of all these different things. And it does a lot better than when we were selling uh, all those. That's amazing. And so Mirab, one thing, so, um, and how does the, all of that, so you're running your own companies, obviously, and then you also run an agency. And can you kind of talk about what at, what Atlantica does, Atlantica does, and who you serve and what makes you unique in this world? Well, um, so I started the advertising agency because, um, well, it's, there's, a, there's a little bit of a backstory to that. Um, mm-hmm. When I was 24 years old, I'm 34 now, but when I was uh, 23, 24 years old, I was actually um, working in the engineering field. Um, and I was dabbling at night on um, things outside of engineering that really interested me, which was business and uh, marketing. So I wanted to mm. create my own online business and I really enjoyed the strategy piece of it and the marketing piece of it. And um, it was at that time that I was diagnosed with uh, stage four cancer. And um, I, you know, the cancer was actually in my neck on both of my lungs and in my chest. And when that happens, you don't really have a great prognosis. Um, But, you know, I went through chemotherapy and, uh, you know, stem cell transplant and was in the hospital, you know, not always conscious for the better part of a year. But um, somehow, you know, I'm really thankful and grateful I made it out. And once I made it out, I realized, um, you know, there's just not enough time in this life to not really do something that you're very, very passionate about that you can also excel in. And I decided to just go full in on business and marketing. Um, And I made that my full-time concentration. And um, after, you know, especially the first exit, it gave me a lot of confidence that not only can I maybe do it again, but I can also offer these services of my team to uh, uh, other businesses who are uh, wanting to grow, who are who want fast growth, who are trying to um, expand their market share, expand their reach, and spread their message. So not only were we giving these uh, marketing uh, you know services out to other companies, we were also doing it ourselves for our own business. So that's how it all came together, really. Yeah. You know, I know there's uh, one thing that you frequently talk about uh, would be the elements that a, a good website would yeah. have. Um, yeah. Can can you kind of go into that a little bit? This yeah, is super you know, valuable. By the way, just uh, a, a spoiler alert, grab, grab a pen. Oh, well, not a spoiler alert. Um, let me just give you an alert. Grab a pen right now. Get ready to write down some notes. <laughs> and Marab, that, that, was the, that was the cue to the, to the fine person that's listening to us right now. They're about to get some very actionable advice. I hope so. Uh, that's my goal. But, um, so, Josh, you know, I really stress on websites because I think an effective website is what every successful business needs. Because if you think about it, um, what's the point of doing any paid advertising or organic traffic or email campaigns or search engine optimization? The point of all of these things is to get people over to your website. 
Um, you run Facebook ads, Google ads, hoping that people will click on it and visit your website and convert. You create email campaigns and send uh, email blasts to your list because you want people to open that email, uh, visit your website and complete the purchase. Um, and you even hand out business cards and you hope that people will uh, look at the URL on the business card, go on your website and book an appointment with you. And many people don't know this, but actually even podcasts were invented by radio stations to in increase traffic to their website. So all roads lead back to your website. And that's why it's your most powerful and most important uh, business marketing and communication tool. However, the painful reality is that most websites lose money and many of them never make a profit. Yeah. I really wanted to figure out why that was because I believe that the success um, uh, that, you know, the, the, the element of, of the success that we had and that our partners had was this one thing, a really effective, powerful and engaging website. So after a lot of research, um, like reading books on conversion rate optimization, storytelling, design, and I'm talking, uh, you know, not just books, but flying out to meet industry experts for one-on-one yeah. -on -one sessions, um, attending workshops, conferences, pouring over case studies, you know, from Harvard Business Review and the sort, I found that there are really five important questions that your audience has in their mind when they land on your website. Uh, and if you're not answering these five questions on your website, then you're really going to struggle to grow your business and you're going to waste a lot of time and money um, mar on marketing that doesn't convert. So yeah. the first thing uh, that I think every website needs to have is the problem that you're going to solve for your audience. You have to talk about the problem that you're going to solve for your audience because you know, every great story begins with a character that has, a, has to solve a problem. Um, is the hero going to save uh, the city from the villain? Is he going to mm -hmm. be able to rescue the woman he loves before it's too late? Is our hero going to win the fight and live to tell about it? So a great story always starts uh, with a problem that has to be solved. And that's why we keep listening. That's why we keep watching. So if you want your audience to keep reading your message, you have to start about their problem. Um, so your website has to start out with an epic story of your audience. And the best way to do that is to talk about their problem. Josh, if you, if you realize if the purpose of a product or a service is to act as the solution to a problem, then leaving out the problem on your website leads your product to having no purpose, right? So, and that's, those are the reasons why talking about the problem is, is so important and that's where you have mm -hmm. to start. And so the second thing that your website has to have are elements of trust. Why should your audience trust you? That's the second question your audience is asking. Why should I trust you? Um, and this part usually comes easy to most business owners. They already know what to say here, or at least they think they do. Because the obvious things they think they have to share, like how many awards they won, how much money they made, how many years they've been in business, uh, you know, doctors, dentists, and lawyers talk, like to talk about what school they graduated from, and yeah. so on. These things are great, but it's not effective at getting your audience to do business with you. Because your audience doesn't want to hear how great you are. Your audience mm. wants to hear how great you can help them become. They're interested in their story. And trust comes from proving to your audience that you can help them achieve the success that they want. So right. how do you do that? 
I, I, you know, I argue that instead of talking about how large your company is and how much money you've made, you have to talk about how many happy clients you've helped. Instead of, you know, uh, how, instead of making it about you, talk about how much money you've helped your clients make. Share mm-hmm. testimonials, but use ones that talk about your clients' problems and how they succeeded with your help, not testimonials that talk about how amazing you are, right? Mm-hmm. Data shows that testimonials work best when your past clients and your current website audience share similar circumstances. And those yeah. similar circumstances are the big problem they both share and the successes they want. Um, if you look at our own website, which is in the process of being redone right now, mm-hmm. we don't come out of the gate showing off you know, our ClickFunnels award or other awards we've won. Right. We keep talking about our audience's problem, our customer's problem, and the success they want. And in the very last section, I mention an award that we've received. So it's very important to focus your marketing material around your audience, especially on your website and not on yourself. Now, the third and fourth part of all of this, um, the third and fourth thing that, you know, your, your, your website, your landing page, um, your sales page, your opt-in page, whatever it is it needs are closely related. The third and fourth thing are, are pretty closely related. So number three is the short-term failure the audience will avoid by doing business with you. And four is the long-term success you're going to help them achieve. Talking about the short-term failure helps your audience realize um, why they can't maintain the status quo. And the status quo is their greatest enemy. It's their inability to grow. It's It's their inability to move forward and excel. It's being stuck in the same place to experience the same pain and challenges over and over. And people want to avoid problems that are close by or rapidly approaching. And that's why we talk about the short-term problem. If the problem is too far in the future, then it's not urgent. And And your website is all about creating urgency too. So there's no compulsion to act right now unless the problem is a short-term problem that they're going to run into. And similarly, the long-term success um, it helps your audience see the big picture. It paints a picture of the promised land. And these two things together defeat the biggest enemy for your audience, which is the status quo. And um, the last and final thing, you know, I want to keep it brief and not overwhelm anyone um, because this can really, you can t- I can talk about this for six hours because I have. Um, but the last and final thing, the, the fifth part of this, the fifth piece of this framework is a powerful call to action. It's having a call to action button that's very clear, very strong, and very direct at the, at, uh, at the bottom of every single section of your website. Not just yeah. at the bottom of your website, but at the bottom of every single section. So bottom of the hero section, bottom of the problem section, at the bottom of the you know, success section, at the bottom of the short-term failure, long-term success section, at the bottom of the you know, sales letter section, at the bottom of every section, a clear call to action, buy now, enroll now, subscribe now, schedule now, book now, whatever it is, don't get cute or creative and don't hide your call to action button. You know, the call to action button is your cash register. Imagine Mm -hmm. if you're at a department store and you have the, you know, articles of clothing that you want to buy and you're holding them and you don't know where the cash register is. So you um, go to a sales associate and you're saying, you know, I'm ready to check out where do I go? And at that point, they say, you know, there's an escalator, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the building, take that escalator, go to the third floor, 
uh, go straight. You know, you'll see a hallway on your left. Ignore that hallway. Take the hallway <laughs> on your right. You'll pass the water fountain and then, you know, there's going to be a door and you go through that door and then you'll see a cash register there. When you hide your call to action button on your website, that's mm -hmm. what you're doing to your customers. You know, you're making it hard for them to do business with you. So, you know, these were just the five questions that your audience has in their mind. And these are the five things they want to know when they land on your website. If you can't address these five things on your website, then offering a guarantee won't help, lowering the price won't help, um, you know, low stock alerts, uh, adding scarcity won't help. Instead, you have to quickly engage their attention by talking about the problem you solve, which is number one. Number two, the short, uh, the, you know, why, what makes you competent, why they should trust you. That's number two. And number three, the short-term failure, you're going to help them avoid. Number four, the long-term success, you're going to help them achieve. And number five, a strong call to action at the end of every section. And, you know, these are the same tools I used to generate $25 million from a single um, landing page. And if it's done the right way, I think people are going to have a lot more success with their website, which is the most important business marketing and communication tool in their marketing arsenal. Yeah. Well, I should point out, so if you go to Atlantica.com, you scroll down to where it says free video, five things your website needs before running ads, mm -hmm. uh, click on get the free video and uh, punch in your name and email and you could start watching. This looks like about a 16 minute video. Is it, yeah, does this yeah. cover what you just yeah, went through in a little bit more detail? It's, it's actually... Uh, over time, I've become a little bit better at just, you know, highlighting the most important points yeah. in this, you know, five, five, five piece framework. Um, so I would say this podcast that your audience is listening to is a, is a really great uh, overview and succinct message that's covered in yeah. that bit free video. That's great. So, Mirab, how do people connect with you or what's, what's the next thing that they could do if they, they really, they, they say, you know what, this guy's pretty smart, obviously he's pretty <laughs> successful. Yeah. Uh, what would be the best way to, to connect with you, join your tribe and kind of, uh, you know, maybe that, that, that next step of working sure. with you? Sure. Well, you know, if anybody listening to this podcast thinks I'm pretty smart, then, you know, I've done <laughs> a really good job at hiding my flaws. Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, I do two things that I'm really passionate about. Number one um, is, uh, you know, we like to build really effective and exceptional websites for clients all over the world, um, no matter if they're a startup or if they're a publicly traded company that's doing millions or hundred millions of dollars in revenue. Um, building exceptional websites is our passion. So if that's uh, something they're interested in, obviously they can just go to Atlantica.com and book a free mm -hmm. consultation with me uh, or a free call with me just to even talk about strategies for their business. It doesn't have to be Great. like, you know, a client. The other thing that I'm really passionate about is um, when I went to the ClickFunnels uh, annual conference, I think I, I spoke to about, I, I hosted a roundtable. ClickFunnels asked me to host a roundtable yeah. um, to talk to some business owners who were attending the the conference. And uh, I think I spoke to at least 40 business owners and a lot of them have the, had the same frustrations, which is, you know, I had some capital to invest in a business and I started working with somebody, but they ended up not being who I thought they were, or they ended up being, uh, not being the person that they represented themselves as, and I lost my money and this and that. So hmm. that really, um, uh, 
hit me hard because I've been in that position before. Because when people lose their initial funding, you know, that's all they had. They didn't oh, have, yeah. they don't have another $10,000 to start over and try again. So what I did is I um, uh, created a free, a, a free Facebook group. And the point of this free, face, a free Facebook group is to provide free live trainings, weekly live trainings that are better than paid courses. And every single week I tell the audience in my free group that, hey, if this free training that I just did wasn't better than paid courses you have paid for and taken, then let me know uh, because I want to hold myself accountable and I want to hold myself to that standard. So they can also join that free Facebook group. It's called Funnels and Conversions with Mehrab Reza. Um, If they Mm -hmm. search it on Facebook, they can join that free group. I don't do any selling in that group because I don't sell courses or coaching. So um, there's no selling going on in there. They can ask the members. Um, it's just there to provide the best strategies that I have seen uh, and that I have used and tested and proven working on my own business and working with companies uh, that are just starting up or well-established doing tons of revenue. Yeah. I, I am actually in that group, Marab, and uh, I really appreciate, I mean, you give away what other people sell. And uh, absolutely. That's, yep. yep. Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, Mirab Reza, you are, again, the founder of Atlantica on the web at adlantica.com. Uh, you know, certainly watch the free video. Join Mirab in the uh, Facebook group. And again, what do they search to find that Facebook group? Funnels and Conversions with Mehrab Reza. Okay. And Mehrab is M-E-H-R-A-B and Reza, yes. R-E-Z-A. And of course, we'll have that yeah. in the show notes on the web. You can go to My Influence and find the post and we'll have all those links as well. Mehrab, thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Hey, uh, Josh, this was an uh, absolute pr- pleasure. Any chance I have uh, to uh, go somewhere or uh, talk to someone about websites and marketing, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. So it was really a pleasure for me to share some of this stuff with you and uh, your audience. Um, I'm just so thankful for the, for the chance to talk about this with you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.